Russell Howard here. Uh, on this week's Wonder Box, we've got a comedian who is currently on tour with a show called Ask Your Mother. He is the host of a series called Finn versus the Internet. I've slightly given the name away. It's the brilliant Finn Taylor, and this is his Wonder Box. So here we are with the wonderful Finn Taylor. Hi, thanks Hello, for having mate. me. Now I'm intrigued because when I think of you, I don't think of someone that loves stuff. <laughs> so I, I always, it's yeah. a bit like when we had John yeah. Oliver on the show, it's always interesting to have somebody that is naturally a bit of a curmudgeon mm -hmm. to see what do they, what do they actually like? And I bet there's loads, but I bet it's strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all sex stuff, Russ. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, yeah. It's, all, yeah, yeah. it's all dark sex stuff. Yeah, you're right though. And I, I do love stuff. It's just that I'm older. I How old are you? No, I know. I'm 33. Yeah. But the stuff I love is, and my my bliss is like a is like a kind of it's like your granddad. I right. think your bliss is my granddad. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pig. Yeah. I'm what? the opposite of Epstein. I've got yeah. an island full of old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in the fridge. Yeah. Oh um, fuck me! I can't believe I've joined in on that little thing. Yeah. That, well, I bring it out in people. But I, think. I was yeah. I was imagining my poor granddad. Oh. God, rest in power, granddad. Um, <laughs> what, what is the, um, what's the first thing? Like? The first thing I, so I, in my opinion, happiness is, um, it ambushes you. It's not like a state. It's like you'll be getting on with your life and then yeah. suddenly you're just this sort of bliss will transcend. Okay. And I think the most often that happens or the, the event when that happens the most, you know, on the floor playing with my kids, whatever, but mainly it is listening to Test Match Special okay. and being in the midst of a game of Test Cricket, ideally yeah. played by England. I fucking love Test Cricket. Why do you love it so much? Well, part of the issue with it is that it's very hard to explain because it presents as bad. Well, I don't think it presents as bad because I've come to it late. Yeah. And are, I, you in, are, you, are you into it? Yeah, I've been to two. Yeah. And uh, Andy Zaltzman, who's a yeah. mutual friend of both of ours, is now the stats guy. Yeah, on... of course, at TMS, yeah. So he invited me up into the... Oh, um mate. Yeah, the into box. the kind of main area. So I remember Glenn McGrath was chatting to somebody... Was this, to, was this to... for an Ashes test as well? Yeah, yeah, it was the Australia. So he was chatting to Phil Tufnell. So oh. me, my father-in-law and my uncle-in-law, we all kind of go up there. They're losing their mind. Yeah. They're so excited. Yeah. It didn't really mean a huge amount to me and I feel a bit bad because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Zoltzman pulls me to one side and gives me a look as if to go, this is really important to me. <laughs> don't you fucking, don't, don't, don't yeah. please, yeah. fucking nothing. Just enjoy this. Because I think I made like a jibe about where's the strippers at Andy, and he, he gave me a real look as if to go, this is everything to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is the look of giddiness from these grown men mm. when they looked at Phil Tuffle and Glenn McGrath was incredible. I think what it is, for people who don't know, Test cricket is the oldest form of cricket. It goes for five days. Mm. And sometimes it's still a draw, mm. which is hilarious. But the fact that it's five days basically means that, you know, if you're watching a 90-minute game, 90 game of football, if it's a crap game, the game will end and then you've wasted your afternoon. Yeah. But test cricket, by its nature, when it's boring, you go, well, it's going to be It's five days. It's going to yeah. be boring for a bit. It's going to get good again. Yeah. And I think just because you've got longer to, to draw out a narrative. It's like a marriage. Yeah, exactly. Basically, a game of test cricket is like a Russian novel mm -hmm. and it makes all other sport seem like CBeebies. Right. Just in the, how much room for complexity it's got. Yes. In the, it's a specialist sport, so it means... But everyone has to bat. So it basically means when you get to the end of the batting order, 
there is someone who can't bat. Yeah. I mean, if they if they do well, that's like a hero story. That the only equivalent in football is when, let's say, you your sub goalkeeper is mm. on and gets sent off, and then a defender has to go in goal to set, and then saves a penalty. That ha- that can happen every match yeah. in Test cricket. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The happiest day of my life bar wedding day and a wine tour I did in Melbourne was <laughs> was uh, was driving back from my mate's wedding when Ben Stokes was doing the Headingley thing yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. listening listen to the whole thing mm. on the radio God, you, let's just pause for a second Did the noise you made then Dan like yeah. Dan producer Dan big fan of cricket but that was a deep yeah yeah, yeah. I feel it in an yeah. it's, vis- it's visceral it yeah. touches you in your plums that day yeah but that um, was proper like you know sort of steak and kidney pie in a sort of win- <laughs> winter's day oh yeah. yeah fucking yeah 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 I remember seeing an Irish lady have a cake in Dublin and go oh fucking <laughs> and it was a similar thing there but sorry continue yeah. if you could stop fucking salivating for a second uh, so I was that level of hungover where everything's br- I was probably still drunk really is what I'm saying and I was driving back and I'd agreed to give my, my wife's friend a lift on the proviso that they sat in the back and I had a test match special on. Yeah. is <laughs> a lovely early morning chat yeah, at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These and are the rules. Um, these are the rules. My way or the highway. <laughs> and, um, you know, in the morning you're thinking, right, we're completely out of this game, but so something's happening. And, it's sort of, and then the possibility of a good ending starts to just, okay, well, we're not out of it at lunch. Mm. And then we got home and I had it on the TV and it's all going down the toilet. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, this is a, we're out of this. And then we go to the park, just sit in the park and it's a nice day, have some cans or something to try and mellow out the hangover. And then Ben Stokes, now the captain, not then, just basically wins a game on his own from a position of there's no way we're winning this. Mm. We're losing the whole series. Mm. And he's got with him at the other end... Jack Leach, who, as I was saying, is a spin bowler, not a specialist, but he may as well be a dentist for all the skill he's got in withstanding, you know, the best bowling attack in the world. And anyway, Ben Stokes just hits everything for six, pulls out crazy shots. And I'm listening to it on my phone in the park. And when when he hits the winning runs, everyone in the park just stands up and yeah. beer goes everywhere. And it ev- turns out everyone was listening to oh, it. Wow. And I start running around like I'm five again. <laughs> yeah. But the way he did it, I remember watching it, but it was like... Have you ever seen a fox in a bin when there's KFC? It was like the, the, the just the, it was so frenzied. Yeah, like yeah, that it was, was a what, it was just like yeah. whack, whack, whack. That's what's great about Test cricket is that it's like the most gentlemanly coded, etiquette-driven form of the game, and yet there's this undercurrent of violence that can just be unleashed yeah. at any minute by a mad ginger bloke with a big bat. I used to find when I played cricket when I was a kid. My favourite thing as someone's bowling, our captain Tom would always say, "Walking in." And he had to yeah. kind of carry on walking. Captain Tom, was that when you were playing? It was. <laughs> he was. I tell you what, you look Tom, good, man. Tom, it was about the walking that guy. His, yeah. Uh, yeah, loves the walking. <laughs> he loves walking in. <laughs> fucking obsessed. But That's what why was... his spine's like that, like a fucking quaver. Because he's always <laughs> like a quaver. Yeah. He's got a spine like a quaver. That yeah. guy. He does. Yeah, that was. The, I think that's what they said on BBC Breakfast first time I was introduced. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, his daughters are. F- Anyways, the thing is just. So what I was going to say about did do you did you play a bit? But really, I got into it like a couple of summers before the Big Ashes series in two thousand and five. That was the Flintov era. That was wasn't the Flintov. Yeah, so I got yeah. into it. Basically, found this. It was on Channel Four then, so yeah. it was like free to view. And there were these. So it could have been that or Sunday brunch. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. I could be here talking about Tim Lovejoy. <laughs> and uh, I just remember these summers with like the blinds drawn, just watching TV for like days yeah. on end because my parents were working. That might have been the first one I watched as well. And what I loved about it was the commentary. 
Yeah. I, I love the fact you've got these world-class athletes mm. hurling like balls, what is it, like 90 miles an hour? Yeah. And just they've got a piece of wood to mm. try. And it must be terrifying. And they're just chatting. There was this bit where Bumble was on about, oh, bloody hell, that's hot, that, that's hot. Yeah. And he had like a really hot sweet in his mouth. <laughs> and then it cut to Ian Botham in the stands laughing because they'd given Bumble a really hot sweet. And all the while, Stuart Broad is bowling. The Test Match Special in particular, the commentary, like if half a day is rained off, they've got to fill half a day of yeah, broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. And they do. Yes. And somehow I listen to it. I don't know why I listen yeah. to it, but I, I do. And That's then every now and then they go, still raining. Yeah. Anyway, back to crumpets. And they just talk about crumpets for yeah. half an hour. But they, they do have something. Nasser Hussein as well really looks like all of the farmers in uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox <laughs> as well. <laughs> Doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's he looks like he was drawn by Quentin Blake. Yeah, he does look like he's drawn by. <laughs> but Quentin it's that Blake. kind of proper spiky. Oh, I tell you what. I tell you what. We have to talk about yeah. when you talk about Test match special because I think you could lay a claim for this being the greatest moment in history when he tries to jump over the bale and he couldn't get his leg, leg over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, when you listen is... to that, I genuinely think that's one of the greatest moments of civilization but yeah. the, it's just like schoolboys laughing at the back it's of the incredible. bus it's grown old men and we can like, make this really special not for us in the podcast we could play it now yeah. so this is what it sounds splits, like written, unfortunately uh, the inner part of his side must have just removed the bale he just didn't quite get his leg over anyhow he, he did very well indeed batting 131 minutes and hit three fours and um, then we had Lewis playing extremely well before his 47 not out Agus do stop it uh, <laughs> And he was joined by De Freitas, who um, was in for 40 minutes, a useful little partnership there. Um, Lawrence, uh, always entertaining, batting for 30, 35. <laughs> 35 minutes, hit a four over the week keepers. Angus, <laughs> for goodness sake, stop it. Yes, Lawrence, well, Lawrence played extremely well. He hit a four over the wee keeper's head and he was out for nine. And Tuffle came batted for 12 minutes and then was caught by Haynes on Patterson for two and there were 54 extras. And he's the ball out for 490. It doesn't matter if you don't know, no, have no idea what the terminology they're using. No. Listening to that man trying not to laugh and commenting cricket is the funniest thing. It's an old man laughing about balls. <laughs> and it's it's just mesmerising yeah. because he he knows he shouldn't be. But yeah. it's proper schoolboy. Someone's farted at a funeral. It's that yeah. kind of... And he's on air for three hours. Yeah. So he has, he has to get over yeah, it, but yeah. can't. Yeah. What's your? Do you have like a regime when the test starts? Yeah, so I'm aware there are a lot of people, um, uh, my wife's friends have boyfriends who are like, look, it's Champions League night. I don't care what plans you've made. I'm watching this. You can take me with you and I'll be on my phone. Like, I've got to watch. I'm not like that. But when there's a test match on, I will have one AirPod in all day. Yeah, so you enjoy listening to it as much as you do watching. Yeah, there's something about test match special and with the sun on your on your back just makes me feel so safe. Right. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in my head, I'm on an allotment as well. I don't have one, but okay. I'd, I'd like to be on an allotment with like a can of... Red Stripe? Um, I'd go something a bit more like Polish and okay. I can't be doing my craft beer. None of that fucking, no. I'm not into that. <laughs> I don't, I want a beer. I don't want a grapefruit juice. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
Tischke Mami, that dad's, that man's arguing himself on the lot. And I want fucking, don't want fruit. Yeah. want proper alcohol. Where's Tischke. my fucking carrots? Tischke, that's why I'd have. Do um, people have breakdowns at an allotment? They must do. I think that's why you get an allotment, isn't it? But so you well, can do it away from the kids. You do, but I, I don't think I've ever seen that on like Country File. I've never seen the, the truth. No one's ever kind of wandered on and gone, fucking, fucking rabbits, you cut. Yeah. Like... Let's have, let's By all accounts, it's a lot of work keeping an allotment up. Of course it is, yeah. yeah. But I, I would like someone else but to do that work. It's either that or your marriage. You yeah, make a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make a choice. <laughs> it's fucking vegetables. Yeah. Vegetables or her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, just, I don't get allotments. I like the idea of kind of, you know, fresh veg and all that, but just the effort. I think the point is it's an effort, though. It's a re- it's an escape, isn't it? Because otherwise you just do grow veg in your garden. The point is it's but you leave in the house. Yeah. And it's your your time. But you're not going to do anything at the allotment. You're just going to listen to Test Match Special. Yes, it's a patch of grass where I can listen yeah, to yeah, the exactly. crit so, so your wife's going to rock up yeah. and just go, where, where are these radishes? I'm buying them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying veg. <laughs> That's a genius move, isn't it? Yeah. If there's any, you know, angry men or women that want to sort of escape, get an allotment, mm. buy a load of vegetables from Waitrose and just sort of sit there. Rub them, rub them in the earth so rub they look like the yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's it's, what I mean about the things I love being old yes okay I see that it's funny isn't it it's sort of maybe the thing as well with test cricket is that it's it's a really nice thing a bit like driving late at night you just got time with your brain to just you can concentrate on this slow moving thing yeah but your brain just sort of percolates in quite a nice way totally and it's listening to people go off on tangents and yeah. it's just not it's so the opposite of how everyone lives and me included, with just the constant clips, different yeah. every second, yeah. parenting tip, recipe, someone doing crowd work, you know, that's yeah, your brain every, yeah. you know, three times a second or whatever. But this is just drawn out, five de- tantric, yeah. sting sport. It is. <laughs> that's know. a really good way of putting it. Yeah. It is. Yeah, you're, being, you're basically being edged for five days by what Ben Stokes. It, what, forgive my, what's edging? Edging, I, I believe, is... Um, uh, it's a porn term for for uh, wanking off a man but not letting him finish. Oh, I see. And that's called edging? Yeah, because wow. he's always on the edge. Is that why Bono wears glasses? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. he's just... At any minute, his yeah, guitar yeah, well, he player glasses indoors. Like, yeah. So he doesn't want to get too close to the edge. <laughs> so I didn't, I've never heard that. <clears throat> edging. Yeah. God, that must be exhausting. Mm. But also... Presumably awful for the cameraman. If you're filming that, well, if you're, you're on like, a day right, finish him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're on a day right, it's yeah. fine because yeah. you kind of go, "I've got an edging session tonight, so it's yeah. going to be a good twelve-hour payday." Yeah. But um, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact we went from test cricket to edging, which, but also um, that's a term in cricket, isn't it? When you yes, no, you're right, you're, you're right, right, very different. Yeah, you find the edge. Yeah, a um, thick edge. <laughs> yeah, a thick edge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that feels like a video with, um, is, is it all... Megan the Stallion? Is that her? <laughs> um, what, what's next from Test Cricket? Where do we go next? Uh, right. What else does Finn Taylor adore? Well, it's the country of Greece. Okay. It's pretty broad. Yeah, it is. Democracy, philosophy. Prince Philip. By, by all accounts, <laughs> the origin of anal. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, I'm not really into any of those things. I just like going on holiday there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't think there's a better holiday destination than an island in Greece. Okay. Yeah. There's something so peaceful about, firstly, I love, I love the food, random cats just everywhere. Yeah. I love the family atmosphere. I also just like, there are just these, these Greek men, middle-aged, sitting on cheap plastic yes. chairs. Yes. 
on a street yes for a day mm. like what I, what are they doing yeah what, that, that's their life mm. i remember thinking that not in greece but in italy seeing those similar yeah. old men sat on plastic chairs yeah and they look like the converse and the hands are going it's all this gesticulation yeah. there's a lot of that but also there's just staring but they'll just, just be talking about in the heat like a cat and it yeah. looks so relaxing yeah and I think that's what I, it's similar to my allotment dream. I just, part of me wants to just. You want to just sit still? Sit on a chair looking at a sort of rundown Greek high street. Mm. But they look very content, don't they? Very content. Yeah. 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 And we, they kind we, of blend into the background. They yeah. They kind of fit, like they look like they should be in paintings. Yeah. So my, my mum's aunt, my great aunt, who uh, my mum was very close to, she basically went to this one hotel on an island in Greece for like four months of every year for about 50 years. She was, by all accounts, a bit of a goer. Yeah, well, she was clearly um, nailing the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, think, I think she's <laughs> fucked the whole island, if we're being clear by that. Okay, cool. um, so when she died, my mum and her brother and sister, they went and scattered, scattered ashes over the side of the hotel. And, and all the old the... men were like, <laughs> can I smell they that? All just came to me. They just came immediately. They came immediately. 40 years of edging ended. Um, <laughs> Imagine that, just instantly. What's ash? Like meerkats. Yeah. Just all, the, all, that, fuck is that? all those men on chairs. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, anyway. Agnes um, is gone. <laughs> but when the hotel was just family run, when they found out that was, they were like related to, they had, you know, they had a picture of her in the lobby kind of thing. Wow. Because she was on the she was on the variety circuit with Morecambe and Wise in the fifties, right? So and then she we used to work for ITN and stuff. So oh, right. she was a, re a real goer. Yeah. But anyway, when they found out that my mum, uncle, and aunt were all related to her, they basically were like, "Well, you got to stay and free. Oh, wow. and everything was free." And suddenly, this hospitality just came flooding in. Oh and, my god! And so we've been there every year. Or my mum has certainly been there every year with a different group of people, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And last time I went, there was like twenty five of us. Basically, all getting this discount rate and oh my God. Um, being fed all this food and there's all this free like racky and stuff and you know it's the the it's on an island and so it overlooks the sea and just little steps down you can just oh my God. it's just it's so I love the kind of family um, aesthetic of businesses in the Mediterranean yeah they're, they're yeah, not, yeah they're not trying to kid you yeah they're not trying to make like uh, it's not corporate at all yeah. Do you know what I mean yeah no I love the country of Greece I think it's my it's my Top tier holiday destination. So, do you go in there every year? Try to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, to the same place? Uh, we've been there three times. I would like to go to other islands. Yeah. Because um, I think, by all accounts, uh, this one is relative to other islands quite shit. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I went but, to Aqualand in Falaraki once and it was one of the best days. Water ever park? Ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. But, like, it's one of my things. Water parks. Just I like watching big men from the north of England go down flumes. Yeah, like yeah. me and my brother had a couple of beers and watched them. They've got to be northern, <laughs> yeah. and they've got to look haunted. And have they got to be shocked at how fast they're going down? Yeah, well, it's, you, it can be that you can you can you can sort of see on the way up. Yeah, like yeah. so you're kind of like you can just see in that. You're like hello. Yeah, <laughs> he's from Blackburn. Yeah. This is going to be a sploosh. The but, first time I ever got properly drunk was in um, Hong Kong. Wow. Because I went to a private school. We were on an orchestra tour of Hong okay. Kong. Mm -hmm. Those were the days. How old? Uh, 15. Wow. And uh, we could buy alcohol over there because I don't think people, because we were white, they didn't know how old we were. It's, and it's very boozy, Hong Kong, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. kind of Brits out there, isn't it? Um, and so we got, we got, it was the World, 2006 World Cup final and they were showing it at like 3am because they were ahead. Yeah. And so we bought all these polar ice. It's like 1%, 2%, really weak beer. Yeah. We just nailed it. it. got really, really messed up. And the next day, we were going to Asia's largest water park. 
and it was the worst day of my life because I was the first time I'd had a proper hangover. Yeah, and we we got separated from our bags. And we were, you know, you're in, you're in an Asian country. You're completely, it's so disorientating how different it is. Yeah. You're 15, you're hungover the first time and you don't have any, it turns out you need money to go on rides. So we were just, just kind of walk, just standing in queues trying to blag it and oh. not getting it in the heat. It was just fucking grim. To get back to Greece. Yeah. Take me for your ideal day. Like, let's do it food first. What's yeah. your breakfast? What's your lunch? What's your I, and what's I, your alcohol to go with? I lose my mind at a buffet. Yeah. So if I'm in Greece, I'm probably, it's the yogurt. Uh, it's the honey. It's a baklava thing. Oh yeah, they're it's, nice. What, what are they? They're sort of like phyllo pastry. Yeah, 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 yeah pistachio yeah. or a pistachios. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm probably going the feta as well. Cold meats. I'm just going. I'm fucking going. All Any with eggs? It. They don't do eggs very well in Greece. Right. Okay. Shit, that got real, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's the moment. We'll put yeah. that on the internet and it just zooms that's in on your clip. face. Okay, so that's your breakfast. What's your what's your dinner? Let's skip lunch. You've had a big breakfast. <laughs> I'm not skipping lunch, Russ. That's the, that's <laughs> looks like you're on your way to the water park. Yeah. Fish, big prawns, yep. dipping the bread in all the oil, yep. beers. I love a cold beer, like a generic lager from the place you're in. Mm. You're, they always mm. taste, never doesn't travel well, those beers. Yeah, you know they, what I mean? look, they look beautiful next to a kind of like a pool. But when the kind of condensation on the kind of yeah. it's that kind of European curve, and glass. they're all they're all like third size, yeah. So they just fly down. You don't mm. feel drunk. Yeah, fish for lunch, and then dinner, some big fucking kebab, basically. Yeah, just yeah. it's um, you're allowed to eat kebab at a restaurant, and it's not, and it's exquisite. It's amazing, and yeah. it's not sort of um, dutty. Yeah, like oh. a kebab is here. So that's Greece. What's next? Can I just before we go? What's next? Can I ask one question. Of course, can baby. What, what was your instrument? Oh, that's a very good question, actually. Yeah, because you were in the orchestra club. Um, so and you I, lost your bag as well. So it means somewhere in Hong Kong, there's a clarinet, double bass, double bass. Whoa. I play double bass. I was a fat kid, and yes, I used to spin it, <laughs> <laughs> spin it on its spike. That was my trick. Yeah, yeah, double bass, and uh, this actually bleeds into my other <laughs> third thing, yeah. which is. Uh, I fucking love slap bass, Russell. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. Yeah, and it is—it's so uncool. Yeah. Because it's trying to be cool. <laughs> right. I love nothing more than a a man in in tight trousers and long hair who's been at the back of the stage, just shuffling forward. Yeah. Not not making eye contact with anyone and just fucking that bass. Yep. Yep. I believe it's called bass face, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Our yeah. friend Carl, um, the brilliant Carl Minch, used to do an impression of the face he'd pull and he used to play and play an air bass in front of us yeah and i really enjoyed watching his face contort yeah i mean i played i played electric bass as well at school and yeah. i got i would just get frustrated because i couldn't play what i wanted to play which right. was like um i mean i'm into some weird i'm into like jazz fusion i'm into some weird stuff okay um i don't know if that registers with what is jazz fusion imagine uh, a band playing lift music but they have a drug problem Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's it's aggressive lounge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's something about like there's definitely got to be some sort of pun about elevators and uppers. Yeah, there, yeah. Do you know They're what I mean? only going up. Yeah, exactly. They're only going up. Yeah. So how it's, would that sound? It's it's white. To, to, to it's, it's white people from the eighties uh -huh. trying to play black seventies music. Right. Okay. And making it less yeah. like cool and much more structured and mathematic. Right. And it's the electric guitar. Another thing I love. I love synths as well. Yeah. Um, the keytar, you aware of what What's that a is? Keytar? A keytar is a keyboard that has a little neck. Oh, I like them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like, do you remember like the Misfits and Gem? 
Do you remember that? <laughs> they used to play them, I believe. I don't know who they who they are. It was sort of like a girl's doll in the eighties. That I believe it was called Gem. Oh, it she wasn't was a sort of, band. Oh, right. No, right, right. it was. They were almost a bit like a sort of a dirty Barbie, and they were like <clears> a rock band. And Gem were like this sort. Of, I believe they were like a three piece of like. It's clearly like Debbie Harry, that kind of vibe. Gem and the holograms. That's right, yeah. And the Misfits were the kind of rival, like filth band that used to take Gem on. I remember sort of watching that. I think that was the first time you watched Splash with Daryl Hannah in, and you're like, something's happening here. But I remember watching Gem thinking, I'd fuck them. <laughs> do, you like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was they, the first time that you're like, about... are, they, are they animated or are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But no, but you, you know, when Lara you fr- Croft. Yeah, yeah, you have that first moment where you kind of. I think mine was Gem. Well, we hit. It was yours, Lara Croft? First time you were like. Yeah, but like ninety, you know, ninety-seven, Lara Croft. So it's all like eight-bit, eight-bit tits. Yeah, and she's like, you'd sort of make. People used to be obsessed with making her <laughs> run against the wall. Yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, sort of just running into the... like. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so to get back to so jazz, like, jazz fusion. I yeah. Um. Bands like Weather Report. It's just so. Well, I was, well, there's a band called Weather Report. That's what I mean. It's um, that uh, is fantastic. I mean, my first gig that I went to see. This is how weird a kind of thirteen-year-old I was. My dad took me to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. Was, that was the only thing I wanted to see, age thirteen. Yeah. And people who don't know, it's ba- imagine Hendrix had lived, got a slap bassist, and then got some guy with dreadlocks to sort of shout over the top of whatever they were playing. You know, the guy, the guitarist comes on in a nappy. It's it's, it's mad. In a nappy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just solos in a nappy. It's all kind of this mad... Just a nappy? Yeah, just a big nappy. Wow. Yeah. What's the... Because that's, that's how hard he's soloing. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's, <laughs> is that the thing? It's all coming out. That's what I mean, but what is the... Was he basically saying, I'm going to really go for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, I'm going to be on stage no matter what. <laughs> I'm working this solo out. Had you been on drugs and seeing that of like this pump, Pampers ad got real? <laughs> So just a nappy. Yeah, yeah. He's Fuck. called um, Bert. Uh, what was he called? I've forgotten the name of the guitarist. And do you still listen to it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The th- thing is, I like dancing, but if you're a straight man, the music you're meant to dance to is crap. Well, this is it. It's like when you're at a wedding and yeah. come on, come on, have a dance. You're like, it's Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, yeah. Like, or it's on. just the, you know, that's the. So you need a bit of so gay if, music is better. Right, yeah. But I think it threatens a lot of straight people's masculinity to like dance to properly dance to like disco and slap not all, bass. Not all gay music's better. Go on then. Elton John? <laughs> I'd say he's a gay man playing straight music. <laughs> well, he's here today <laughs> to, to answer that charge. No, I, um, I'm thinking like 70s gay. So it's weirdly like Studio 54. I would have yes. loved to have been at Studio 54. Yeah, yeah. I would have, if nightclubs were like that today, yeah. I would be there every weekend. <laughs> yeah. But they're not. Fuck me, that would be great, wouldn't it? Just yeah. you. White suit. Yeah. C- carrying a tiger. I'd love to have been at Studio 54. Spayed over your shoulder from the allotment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Airport, Imagine that. Airport, yeah, you you in Parliament the next morning, <laughs> just picking up some fucking parsnips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't but, it funny? But you're right. I feel that, like I was missold nightclubs. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So They're not you... what, that, what that is. Me, John Richardson, um, went to a, a gay club with Alan Carr once. And it was a real reality check because we were, it was in Bristol after some gig. You and... must be absolute jailbait. Well, this is it. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Really? Yeah, well, that's what I said to John. Because <laughs> I said to John, I was like, mate, we're going to have to really 
we have to be very careful. Cork up our arseholes. Yeah, yeah. But I just, like, it was, you know, that kind of arrogance of like a straight white bloke. They're like, yeah. seriously, it's going to be yeah. fucking, it's yeah. going to be like, you know, it's going to be like the last of us. We're going to strut in there. Yeah. yeah. And, and we got in and it was, no one even bought us a drink. Yeah. yeah we left after an hour. Fucking <laughs> waste of time. But the, the music, I imagine, was great. Music, yeah. I, I, see, I'm not a dancer. I love the idea of being able to dance, but I know exactly what you mean about it's the, there's always scrutiny of how you're meant to dance. It's right. sort of like, but surely whatever music makes you do, yeah. then, that, then that is the truth. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms of like, so if you listen to funk and it makes your body flail in yeah, a certain yeah. way, that's correct. Yeah. It's when someone says you're doing it wrong. So how, in a, in a room, if you were on your own in a room, yeah. listening to music you like, how would you dance? Well, do you know, I like, it's in, interesting you say that because I... What I love about music is every so often a song grabs you that's so far out of your usual realm. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, and then you just have to confess to your partner. But the the theme tune that Billie Eilish did from Barbie, I fucking love it. And this has led me to two other songs I really like. As a 43-year-old man, there's a Dua Lipa song um, called Be The One that I absolutely love. And yeah. it's so kind of embarrassing, but but what it is, I kind of like a really silly big dance song makes me want to get somewhere. Yeah. So so my dance would be like I'm trying to progress in some way. Do you know what I mean? It's like this sort of I'm trying to get there. You're walking in a straight line. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of gives me and I'll pick up the dog and I'll give him a little dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it does to me. Yeah. It makes me want to dance with dogs. <laughs> But like really, you know. Yeah, there is. There, there would be an amazing. It'd be an amazing day if basically everyone had a superpower. They could see. They could hear what other people are listening to on their headphones. Yes. Because you can never read it on their face. No. Nope. Like I've, I similar to you. There are these kind of. I basically because since I've had kids, I've, I've realised I've got quite a lot of anger issues, and I, I've had to stop on the orders of my wife listening to LBC in the car and yeah. start listening to yeah. Classic FM um, <laughs> because my life is LBC. I'm I'm a host dealing with morons trying mm. to annoy me. Um, so, but now I'm I'm listening to classical music on my headphones, and uh, I'm like I'm hearing something. I'm going, oh, that's that's Debussy, and I'm like, who the fuck am I? Mm, Do you know what I mean? Mm, 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 mm. But also, when you're listening to classical music and you're travelling through London, it makes yeah, everything feel... so magnificent. When you're going <laughs> off a bridge, yeah, going over a bridge, listening to classical music, yeah, man, you don't see the tramps. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just get rid of them. <laughs> it just erases them. Yeah. What's your classical song that's really? There's a flute version of of uh, Claire de Lune, the arabesque movement. Right. That, um, that's like my. Right. If the kids are going off in the car, I'll just put that on, and I, God. I can just just go somewhere. Fuck! I really regret saying Julepa. <laughs> but but it's it's so funny, isn't it? Music is one of those things that I don't know of anything more terrifying when someone says, what do you like? And yeah. everyone ends up staring at their feet and, and the word eclectic comes out at some stage. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's so terrifying. But it, but is there anything better? Like, it's liquid emotion. Like, when a song grabs you and you're like, do you know the best song? It's when you listen to it the fourth time. You hear it the first time, it gets you. Second mm. time, uh, and then the third and fourth, it's when you know what's coming. Yeah, and oh. you're like, you're doing that bass face. And, mm -mm -mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are you a lyrics guy or are you a... No, I, and it's funny this. My uh, friend Pierre Novelli, who a great comic. Hey, he's a brilliant comedian. Brilliant comedian. I saw him, I saw him this year yeah. at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, go watch him on tour. He's properly funny. I think one of the best. Yeah, he's really um, great. But he, we had this big discussion and it was only talking to him that I realised people actually listened to the lyrics in a... Uh, when they listen to music, because mm. I've always listened to the drums and the bass line and yes. like the the beat, as yeah. it were, and the and the and the rhythm section, the guitars and stuff. I never, I've never really cared about the lyrics. Yeah, which is why Bob Dylan does nothing for you. No, because yeah. it's just a man who can't sing singing poems. Yeah, it's it doesn't matter how much the poems mean to people. But it's I'm so just like, fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, when people because my my tour manager Kumar is exactly the same so he used to be in bands and manage bands and whatnot. he was in the Mighty Sugar Plums a covers band that used mm. to do um, Ents um, but he uh, we were listening to Kendrick Lamar and there's a bit when he goes this is my heritage all I'm inheriting money the power they're making the marriages it's that yeah. bit and he didn't all he care is one two three yeah, yeah. And, and like it's so interesting that you're I was like how are you? How the fuck do you? But what's hear amazing that? about Kendrick Lamar is that he raps in a, in basically as an instrument. Yeah. So you 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 don't really hear the what he's saying. You just hear the syllables as. Do, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Have he's, you, yeah. Have you seen him live? No, I'd love to. Yeah, it's it's but it's an annoying thing. He doesn't do it how he does it. Well, you know, you know that annoying thing when you just kind of like you have to do it in the rhythm. Yeah. But he he does this thing where he goes. So that to use that thing. This is my heritage. All I'm inheriting. Money, the power, the making, the merchant. He'll go heritage. Marriage, yeah, make it, and you're like, that's not the same. Yeah. Like, I don't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Of like, chicken road. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's just like, it, and and you just look like such a fucking nerd. Yeah. So I remember me and my wife were at Coachella, and I'm like, he's doing it wrong. Yeah. What? So like, that, so that's what the people that started jazz fusion felt about black seventies music. Right. They're doing it wrong. Let's take it and make it structured, and we'll do it like this every time. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so what you're saying is I want Nickelback to do Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I would love to see. Can you imagine that? They're all old, aren't they? All the things you're into, they're, yeah. ver they're very sedate. So like, yeah. like Test Cricket, beautifully sedate. You're just sort of there. Greece is a very gentle... country. Economy's you know, fucked. Economy yeah. eight. There's no jobs. There's yeah. no money. It's fine. There's sun. There's kebabs. Yeah. All's fine. Jazz fusion, it feels like it's it's a bygone era. Yeah. So what's next? How right? Well, ne next is uh, incubators. Okay, that's very modern. But it's been around yes. for a while. Been around for a while. So a um, serene place to be. <laughs> yeah. 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 By all accounts. By yeah. all accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're always so, relaxing in there. So both my kids were born. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was I was I was like, when do I do this this sincere one? I wanted to put something in that I I don't actually like, but I'm kind of like thankful yes. that they exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were in a, a the the second one was was in for a few days was fine really, but the my eldest was in for seven weeks. Wow. And it's a whole thing you never think you're going to experience. Yeah. And then when you go in it, I mean, a lot of it was quite funny. Like the I remember the first day after the birth going to the incubator where where my daughter was and doctors are like doing these initial tests to see like have we gone away with the early delivery basically and they were like oh um don't think she's got a bum hole right. and i was like so, what is that can that happen well, she can't get a grease <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry no, 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 I'm, in, I'm, I'm into it i'm into it <laughs> 
but she does have a bumhole. She's let into Greece. They allow her in. Um, <laughs> fuck off. Fast track. What's wrong with it? So good, um, yeah. No, Go but I'm the, I'm the yeah, satisfied. I know, I know. It's well, that's illness. because it was so tense. That, but that's the... That, but but that's... you game recognise game. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, like, here is fine. Yeah. But if you'd have dropped that one there. But I bet you thought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. So anyway, so... Anyway, so, like, neonatal units, basically... Uh, we were in there for seven weeks and, you know, my daughter was on like oxygen for about five months and then she came home on oxygen. So we had like an oxygen tank oh uh, in the home and yeah. she was like with these tubes and stuff. And um, they're pretty amazing places, even though you just, they're, they're like prison. When you're in there, you just want to get out and you're yeah. constantly trying to get out. And I feel like I had quite a lot of unresolved trauma about, about it. But then when my son was born, he basically didn't poo. Again, bumhole issue. Didn't poo for too long so then he went into to neonatal which was quite triggering but then when we knew he was coming out quite quickly we thought well let's go and let's get my eldest and get, like revisit all the same nurses and stuff because now she's two and a half and like fine yeah and seeing her run around and i'm not i'm not joking slapping incubators wow and going up and go like mouth on that like that yeah was just the most perfect like all therapy could do in like one hour yes. of her just running around causing absolute chaos in the yeah. natal unit, having like graduated from it. Yeah, amen. Um, just so, flashing a hoop. Just flash, flashing a hoop. <laughs> there you go. Look how deep this bum hole is, bitch. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> try, try, try. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just uh, so it's a really happy memory. We're obviously dancing around that, but what is that like? Because I can't imagine anything more terrifying because you, there's nothing you can do you're just willing and it must yeah. be so i've i've been in um a ward like i've seen like a premature kid and it, you can just see the, the, the these these poor parents just have to wait yeah to it's see. a waiting and, game yeah, and man. so like you're basically we were commuting essentially for seven weeks and one of the things they say is don't don't stay overnight. There's no point, and yes. you'll just ruin yourself. Yes. Like, go home and sleep. But because... then, how do you sleep at home, presumably? Or, or yeah, are you it's... so exhausted that you eventually you just you do you do sleep, but then you you wake up and immediately you feel like dread because yeah. you're going back to a place and you're trying to bust out of it, basically. Yeah. But you can't rush these things. That's the whole point. Is that they're they're amazing at what they do, but it just takes time yeah. because you're basically just replicating a womb. Uh, they had to take my daughter out. Uh, because my wife was going to die, basically. It was like, right. let's get her out. And then it immediate, immediately that solved the issue. It's called preeclampsia. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I just meant she was in the incubator for, for six, seven weeks. But they are, I think they've been around since like the 40s or 50s. Yeah. I don't really know. I should have researched this more. But, <laughs> but, but during that period, presumably an incident that terrifying... That that must last, and that must yeah. it must make the fragility of life so real, sort of. But also, I think you're very aware that they're in the best place, right? And quite quickly, especially because it was COVID, so gigs were back, but everyone was out, and COVID was like soaring. Yeah. And it won't shock you to learn that a neonatal unit is very strict about respiratory diseases, yeah. seeing as some of the kids literally don't have lungs. Yeah. So I basically couldn't just didn't gig because even though I was allowed to again for the first time in two years, it yeah. would have, you know, would have jeopardised everything. So, But that, um, that seven weeks must be, it must be so horrific for anyone that's in it because you, there's nothing you can do. No, and you seven weeks also isn't that long. A lot of right. people we know were in for like months. Wow. 
like a year even yeah. you know but that's what i mean that, that, that it must be so that, that that period of just being stood still willing this kid to yeah. survive and also you and you're and you're like Yikes. you're getting your hope from whatever doctor you speak to. And it's yeah. a different doctor every day. Yeah. So depending on what they say, your whole day is like ruined or made. Yeah. And it just goes up and down every day. Because you don't understand what's going on at all. Yeah. You're just sort of trusting that people do. Did you have, like, you, you say, you know, you've used the words triggering and trauma. Did you have any sort of th actual therapy? No, because I think the, the best therapy is the fact that she's out now and she's yeah. mental and is kind of too fast-paced for me to... I think maybe maybe if she grows up and I'm still thinking about it, maybe it's good to talk to someone. But honestly, her running around causing chaos yeah. just flipped a switch in my brain, and it was like I'm completely at peace with that time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I don't need to. I don't know. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. What can you remember the the feeling when you brought her home? Yeah, terrified. Right. Because um, she was still so small. I mean, they have to be. I think they have to be like five pounds before they'll let you go. So she was still tiny, but yeah, so, so terrified. And also she'd been connected to this machine so we could see her oxygen levels. And then that wasn't there. And you're like, oh, is she okay? And yeah. Probably. Do you have like regular, you must have like regular checks from like. Yeah, yeah, used to. I mean, I think now, now what's great is that her prematurity is no longer the thing that like defines yeah, yeah, yeah. her. Yeah. She's got something else going on. I don't know what it is. She's yeah. fucking nuts. But when you get out of that, I think that's that's probably all the therapy you'd need. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it stops being the thing that you're constantly harking back to, thinking, has this impacted on her in any yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. These days, family with four lovely bum holes. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that fair? Five sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, four, four bum hole family. The average. Two point four point eight bumholes. It's the average British. <laughs> Wait, who's the, who's We've got a dog. Five bumholes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And I bet is is how old's the dog? The dog is four. So there you go. So yeah. So it'd be well in, used in the prime. <laughs> I've got a twelve-week-old puppy, and um, oh my god, sorry. I've just noticed, Dan, you've got Diego Maradona socks. Yeah, I got them in a back street in Napoli. Absolutely brilliant. Sorry, I mean that's a real window. One of the better things you can get in a back street in Napoli, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the best done up. There. Yeah, yeah. And you got quite thick ankles, so it looks like Maradona towards the end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> he's really strong. When he's on the, when he's on the, on the treadmill doing yeah, coke so. in between training <laughs> sessions. That film is amazing. You've oh, seen that yeah. film? It's the greatest. It's what do you know? One the best bit about that. I mean, there's so many great bits. But when you listen to the Argentinian commentary of when he scores oh, that yeah, goal yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that bit Diego what planet what what god made you what world <laughs> yeah. is this oh Jesus it's so mesmerising yeah. it's yeah. like the Dutch commentary on the Dennis Bergkamp 98 goal have you heard that no I haven't Dennis Bergkamp just a guy going completely mental oh. so I think we it, can probably listen to that oh, now I'll play that play, play, play that now very good to Dennis Bergkamp 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 I think if I was doing this, I'd put commentary into my wonder box. Yeah. Because it's that, my favourite I always go to, it's the, is it Barry Davies? Yeah, he was when great. Gaza steps up. Is he, is he going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say, that yeah. is schoolboy's own stuff. I just... Oh. I like the John Motson kind of yeah. um, repressed, nerdy. Oh, yeah. another one! Yeah. You know, um, it, well, that's it. There was, it sounded Passion like, in it. Yeah, and it, it just it sounded like 
like an orgasm you wanted to hear. Yeah. Like as opposed to like your modern commentators just like and they're just they're always yeah, coming. You've caught them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, <laughs> the, yeah, th these guys were like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Just cold in a Mac. Huh? Yeah. Um, as opposed to Gary Neville. Oh yeah. Ah! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What is the final thing you've got? So These the, have all been great, by the way. Really yeah, interesting. Good. Yeah, totally. As I was saying before this, it's, I've, it's weird talking about things you'd like. It's scary. It is scary. It's, it's vulnerable, but also it's um, you, it's very easy to be cynical about things and get laughs out of it. And it's how much harder to be sincere. Yeah. I guess the problem is if you're really into something, you don't find it funny because you're so into it. I can't imagine. So you said you were a big lad when you were younger. Huge. So what's So happened? fat. What's I got taller, I think. Oh, right, you just grew into yourself. Well, but also, um, in when we lived in the boarding house, we would get... Um, Three dinners. Yeah, and so I had a fry-up every day for five years. Ooh. Well, actually, it brings, brings me to the... So the final, the final thing is greasy spoons. Okay. Proper calves. Oh, proper calves. I, I think the current era of, like, food we're living through, I think has gone too far. Okay. The, the food, <laughs> food as art. Okay. Tasting menu, like I like, you know, you know, fine. Yeah. But like, food as comfort, I think people are losing sight of. Right. The idea of going somewhere where it's almost like a like a someone's home, and there's a fucking the tables are attached to the chairs, red and brown sauce, yep. copy of the sun, yep. or whatever, and and they do everything, fry ups, in several different denominations, or roast dinner. Okay. Lasagna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice cream sundae, sure, sure. <laughs> whatever you want. Um, but a lot of them are going. A lot of them are being forced out. And yeah. uh, I just, I just love on the days my daughter does nursery. I quite often will go and just have a have breakfast, a cup of tea with a meal. I think is also yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than a cold those, drink in those cups. Yeah, you big, know, you, big yeah, cups, big cup, really milky. They leave the bag in. What's your greasy spoon of choice? What would be your like your favourite calf? Yeah. What do you want from that calf? And what is the meal you want? Take um, me through everything. You open the door. You want a bell on the top of that door? I want a bell. Ding yeah. dong. Hello, sir. Yeah. In in uh, or maybe boss man. Hello, boss man. Yeah, I like yeah. being called boss man. Makes <laughs> do me, you? Makes me feel more edgy than maybe I am. Yeah, I got. A, I don't like being called boss man. No. But then I've noticed I start saying sir to people that don't normally get called sir, and yeah. I really get off on that. And, and I'm not, and I'm aware that I'm just saying it so that I look good. Right, sir? To, a, yeah. you know, a guy's picking up your weedie bin. But uh, yeah, Thanks, in, your, sir. in your West Country lilt, it feels less condescending. You, I if I know. were to say, sir, I think it sounds aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds quite aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So you walk in, the bell dings. Boss man. Yeah. Um, oh, boss man. Hello, boss man. And I sit down and I, I you can slide in. Yeah, yeah. Do so you want a booth? I want a booth. Yeah. Slide in. Chef, chef delight, Sydenham High Road. There's uh, lots of old football shirts framed. Love yep. that. Yep. You got a paper? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not reading it. Yeah. Just there for the, the texture. Mm. I'm on my phone, obviously. Yeah. I want, I want black pudding. I want shit toast. I don't like like sourdough is fi fine, yeah. but you can't. Do so you want like proper white? White toast, yeah, yeah. buttered. Yeah. You know, sourdough just takes your teeth out. Are, 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 are people, people aren't. I don't think people are talking about how sour, sourdough is. Fucking hard to eat. Preach, brother. I want it's fried eggs. Oh, you manky fucker. Why is that manky? Just because they're they're always 
I, not for me. I would go scrambled or poached. Poached. But listen, you, you, you know, this is your this is your dream. <laughs> I am a freak. You're right. <laughs> Imagine saying that. <laughs> Just overhearing. So, oh, can I have poached eggs? And someone in that calf goes, "You prick." I th- yeah, I, I, that's what I want. I want if someone to order poached and the boss man to call him a prick. <laughs> yeah. Or he looks at you and just slowly mouths prick yeah, yeah that's what i'd like there's just something slightly p- patrician and condescending about getting someone to fucking oh they're, they're, they're impossible a, yeah i think that's why i like them because i can't do them yeah i can do a great scrambled eggs one of the greats do you have beans yeah now do Partridge. you do yeah. you have this thing where <laughs> what i've noticed is that beans have started coming in this sort of weird little ramekin yeah yeah just nah, slop it all in. Exactly, it's just nonsense. Where like something, there's a segregation where yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the beans aren't allowed with everyone else. Let's it's call like, it what it is. It's apartheid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just let it go. Let it go. But like, but surely that's one of the pleasures of mixing it all in. Yeah, we need sausage Mandela to come in. Exactly, and, um... sausage Mandela. This feels like <laughs> really <laughs> teetering on the brink. It Nick, it's Nick Park, isn't it? It's like Nick Park's version of South Africa. Yeah. See, so you have a sausage too. Two sauce. I, I Do you know what I like as well when you go to one of these cafes? When it, it's not like it's like not two slices of bacon, two bacon. Yeah, yeah. Two bacon, two, two bacon, two sausage, two sausage, two bean, two bean. I want, I want two of everything. Yeah, yeah. I want black pudding. Yeah. There's I love one. a four-page menu. Amen. It's like when you Ooh. go to New York and you sort of see those diners and you're like, I could eat anything. It's the equivalent of that, isn't it? It's somewhere you can go in like a wet, you know, like a business suit that's wet. You're taking your wedding ring off. <laughs> <laughs> someone's, someone's giving you really shit. Really coming for fucking breakfast. <laughs> shit coffee. <laughs> Just like that. Fuck, fuck, fuck this life. I'm not married. I'm yes. having bake. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, there's just again it's, eating it, dinner like a jongler's clothing. Yeah, yeah. fucking gross. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's a very in joke, but my god, if there's any comedians <laughs> listening, yeah, it's. I guess it, I guess it's just homely. I think there's a homeliness to, and it doesn't have to be fr- like greasy spoons. Like there's an Italian place on on my road that is does incredible food. I feel like I feel like the best food you'll eat is made by someone's grandma, uh, and I, because there's a homeliness to it. Not if she's got dementia. <laughs> It's going to be a terrible no, meal. No, no, You've forgotten to put the flour in, you <laughs> dozy tart. You'll just eat the same stars for main and dessert. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I just think there's a homeliness to home cooking that mm. I, I just feel the kind of dick-swinging chef, like, little bit on a plate. Right, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It just annoys me. Grannies don't dick-swing. Grannies don't have dicks to swing. Yeah. I'm going to for a show that. It's a cra- That'd be a great cookery show, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you, and it's called Grannies Don't Dick-Swing, and you basically hang out with celebrities grands yes and they cook you food yeah and, and I and I rate the rate shit out shit <laughs> <laughs> happens um, your grandson's a dickhead isn't he the, 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 <laughs> there's an Instagram account called Pasta Grannies which is just Italian nonnas making pasta okay that's very relaxing to watch I bet it is yeah I, I know you mean there's something unbelievably therapeutic about watching old ladies do you know what I also like about old ladies I like seeing an old lady like a proper wrinkly old lady mm. in a sports car I love it you don't, don't, you don't see it very often but when you do it's magnificent because any young woman can get into a sports car Yeah. but an old lady I remember seeing an old lady in a Ferrari once and it made my year I'd say one of the just worst thinking things. about how she got out there how did that come about well, a death <laughs> Yeah, but that's fine. She, she, never got out that, that, but... she never got out of that car. <laughs> but, but, what a mes- but what a mesmerizing thing for like an eight-year-old woman to do. Like, it, Roger's gone, and she's straight down the Lamborghini Because I'd say one of the worst things is seeing an old woman on a bus. 
Yeah. Because they, when they go into their seat, and the, for whatever reason... Unless she's dri driving the it, driver and she's screaming, cannot. you lot made your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but, so what, what do you don't, you don't like... Because I just know she, I know the driver for whatever reason is going to tap the gas before she's fully sat down, and yeah, she and, yeah. and they just have no centre of gravity. The old, so yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. going to fly across the. Uh... Well, it is. It's very much the sort of working class dignitas, isn't it? Mm. Where, <laughs> when an old granny from England takes the middle seat at the back, yeah, and yeah. She, and she's going like in an area with speed bumps. You're like, oh Jesus, she's done. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about food. Oh yeah, and yeah. I guess my point is, I'm I'm slightly irked by just I just think food as art is, is just going too far. Yes, and we're losing sight of food that is that is shit, but <laughs> hot. What's your <laughs> and uh, shit, shit hot, but hot shit. would be? I mean, that is a that is a restaurant name. Yeah. But what would be your? What's your comfort food? What would be your thing? So um, forget the fry up like of, a, of an pie. evening. A pie. Yeah. Are you cooking the pie yourself? Yeah. Oh, hello. Or pasta. Uh-huh. Ideally, I mean, there's a rest, there's a, not a restaurant, there's a place in Edinburgh that does lasagna pie. You ever had that? Do you know, weirdly, I had spaghetti pie. My mate Craig's mum did it when we were kids. It mm. was like spaghetti bolognese in inside a pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. Crazy. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pasta or like a ham, chicken and leek pie. Okay. With a bit of mash, gravy. Yep. And a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, again, very, there's a nostalgia to you, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know what I'm harking, harking up for. Do you have anything in your life that's super modern? Are you, are you kind of into... I take a lot of MCAT. What's that? What's it's a drug. <laughs> no, I, wish I, I wish I got Sorry, that. Because it's I was... clearly a banging joke. Yeah, I know. But that I was... shows that I don't know about the no. future. What is... I, I, don't, you know, I, just, I just, I thought, what's the funniest drug I could pick? And, and uh, Have you taken drugs? No. Um, Ayahuasca, psilocybin, any of that? Spice? No, no. Spice? No. <laughs> yeah, spice? I'm, I'm, I'm banging spice. <laughs> Listen to Test Match Special. Imagine if my fifth thing was spice. <laughs> <laughs> Allotment, TMS, incubators. Spice. I really enjoyed that, man. Fascinating. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I when hope, does the um, tour start? It was brilliant. Tour starts February the 9th. And in Leicester, Leicester, and, and we're extending into uh, the autumn. Oh, great! I don't know when this goes out, but yeah. And is that because your film versus the internet? It's really great. Thank you. It's, Thanks it's very much. Genuinely brilliant. It's really, and it's sort of we live in an era of kind of. I think it's very easy to do. I fuck. I hate even like shock comedy. It's very easy to do it badly. Yes, but there's an intricacy and a nuance and like a care that you take over. I think I think with that stuff it's like you just I think it's like what are your intentions? Yeah. And also I think I, I think the sort of people you're probably referring to I see this a lot in in those kinds of that kind of stand up where half the joke is how people will react to the joke that's about to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm always just like just just do it. Yeah. And like if it's funny enough, the rule is if it's funny, yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah. And if you're, you know, oh, we can't say this anymore. Well, maybe you're not saying it funny enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's always been the rule. Yeah. And and this argument always is never, it's never taken up by people who actually spend time in comedy clubs. Where if you go down like Top Secret or the store or up the creek, people are getting away with some fucking wild shit because yeah. it's funny enough. Yes, like, that's exactly. always been, you've seen that clip about Anthony Yeselnik talking about getting away with it. That's what art is. This whole idea of like, oh, I can say what I want and if you don't like it, it's because you're a little bitch or whatever. It's yeah. like, no, you, the whole point is that you're saying something that sounds awful, but you were funny enough yes. that you got away with it and yeah. that people laughed and they didn't really think about what you were 
you know, the actual meat of what you're saying because it was funny enough. Yeah. You or, got away with it. And it becomes transgressive because it makes you, it gives you a different alternative to the mindset that you have going into the joke. Yeah. Ultimately, you juggle hot potatoes in a really entertaining way as opposed to going, I suppose I'm not allowed to touch these taters, am I? Hey, <laughs> hey, fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. of course you can touch potatoes, you prick. Yeah, just juggle them. Touch them, yeah, touch exactly. Them. Do some flick-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shove them up your ass. <laughs> yeah. Shoot them out and put them in someone's mouth. Do something with these potatoes. That's exactly it. So you Turn them into and, chips. Come and see me and I'll shove a hot potato up my ass. Exactly. For an hour. <laughs> That's he what will, I do. He will metaphorically... <laughs> Comedically. And, and literally. And literally. I'm struggling for a closer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'm not allowed to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, That'd be really great. Like that, just waddling off. And if you don't yeah. like this, you're the problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> the music cut to just hear you backstage. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> Fuck's sake, man. Fresh out of the oven. Oh, my daughter wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, of course, she could now because she's got an ass. Full bum hole. Um, that was brilliant. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the fantastic Finn Taylor. So that was Finn Taylor. Absolutely brilliant. Like I say, his new show is called Ask Your Mother. It's touring the UK from now until June. Uh, if you want to get any tickets, and I highly recommend it, uh, you go to finntaylor.com with one N. And watch his series, Finn vs. the Internet. It's really great. See you.